Alright, hey guys, welcome back to the Ginyu Farce Dragon Ball Podcast. This is episode number 7. We're finally back. My name's Alex, and I'm here with John. Hey, what's up everybody? It has been a while. Man, we did this last one like four weeks ago. And I haven't really talked to you much since then. How how you been? Alive. Yeah, I had Filled with the Super Saiyan spirit. Uh Uh-huh, yep. Uh, no, Christmas holiday. Christmas was a blur. New Year's was a blur. It's yeah. uh, I was happy for 2022 to be over and get yeah. back on schedule. So, yeah. yeah. I feel that. I mean, I, I like, you know, Christmas is great. Spending time with, the, you know, your family. And um, New Year's is good, you know. You're hanging out with friends. It's kind of like Christmas is family. New Year's is friends. But, yeah, it was a whirlwind, and I'm... I'm kind of glad for it to be over, you know, just kind of settle back in and get used to yeah. the routine. So, yeah, I mean, you got a bigger yeah. family than me, too. I do. That's true. Yeah, lots of people. Um, so, we're here with episode number seven. This is the Tian Shinhan saga. Wait, we're not going to talk about your family more? Uh, well, what do I'm you want to know? I'm just kidding. We can do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um... The Tien Shinhan Saga came out in October of 1987 in Japan and December 2002 in the U.S. Um, and I'm pretty sure I was, I remember this like airing, I think, because I would have been 12. Yeah. Um, and I, I do remember watching the Tien Saga on Toonami. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember the the features like catching the new episodes mm-hmm. but i do remember the reruns okay yep gotcha um so as always um just before we get started we're on um we have a link tree it's linktr.ee slash the gfp um, there you can find all of our our links uh instagram and where our podcast is and um we've got our episode guide on there as well so you can kind of see what episode of the podcast uh, talks about what episode of the show um we also have an email it's the ginyu farce podcast at gmail.com so feel free to send us an email and uh we'll talk about your questions or whatever your comments um so episode six we'll just give a little recap here so that was the fortune teller baba saga and basically in a nutshell um, Goku and the gang travel to Baba's palace. Um, she explains that they need to take part in a competition in order to get uh, a wish granted or a vision. Um, so they agree, and uh, Upa and Poir together defeat the first opponent, Fangs the Vampire. Yamcha defeats number two, See Through the Invisible Man. Goku defeats three and four, bandages the mummy, and spikes the devil man. Um, Goku fights mysterious fighter number five um, and reunites with his grandfather after the fighter removes his mask. So that's like the big reveal. It's his grandpa Gohan with a halo. Wow. Um, I know, wow. And fortune teller Baba uses her crystal ball to find the final Dragon Ball. Um, and Goku goes and gets it from, oh, from wow. Pilaf. Pilaf, and they just throw it back. 
and Bora comes back to life by Shenron, and Goku sets off to train by himself for the next tournament in three years. And that's where we are right now. It's been three years, so it's the year 753. Goku is now 16 years old. We last saw him at 13. Um, in our first Why? episode, this is a, this is a long one. There's eight, 18 episodes in this saga. It was almost long enough to do two parts. But Yeah, this one wasn't... Uh, so. Um, so episode... For you, the viewers. Yes. That's going to be a doozy. Buckle up, people. So episode 84, Rivals and Arrivals. Master Roshi and his group arrive at Papaya Island. Goku arrives to sign in at the last minute. What'd you think, John? I mean, it's typical of, you know, what we've seen so far as far as set-up episodes go. I mean, mm-hmm. the, ni- uh, the, the nice thing and the bummer about this, about this arc is that, you know, we've seen this movie before. With just with Jackie Chun, so we're just getting set up. We're meeting everybody. We're all on a plane, you know. Gamsha and Bulma have haircuts to signify that time has passed. <laughs> uh, yeah, launch is still angry. Everyone gets signed up. You get the recurring theme of, "Oh no, where's Goku?" And mm-hmm. Goku's not here. He's not gonna make it. Like they would even start the tournament without him. And right. Right. Uh, we do meet, yeah, we do meet a new character in Master Shen, who is the, who is Roshi's rival and the master of the turtle, or the crane, the crane school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind, um, of a, kind of a cool idea, right, to like see like, who did, I like Master Roshi's like, story and his like, lore, because we don't yeah. really, it's not just given to us we learn it slowly over time i was gonna say even at this point you still we we don't know we don't have a ton of information about master roshi's young life but it's pretty cool to like see like this is who he it's almost like his like krillin kind of like at the beginning you know like his his rival it's cool and there's there's two like people behind him but we don't really know who they are yet um I want to preface this to anyone watching the actual anime. We skip the filler episodes. You do meet the two people we're about to introduce in a previous episode. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, but if you're skipping filler, this is your first time meeting all of them. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, and you can you can see it on our, our Google Doc. It shows um, what, which episodes we skipped. I think it was 80 through 83. Because they're just, like, completely filler. There's no okay. scenes that are in the manga, so... All I'm saying is that that's a good episode. That little three-episode yeah. arc. It's a, it's actually, uh... It's about Tien and Chaozu, um working with a wild boar to scam money from the villagers. And then um, the boar ends up getting captured. And basically they're gonna... The boar is actually a nice boar. And so, like it's a talking animal. I don't know if it's talk. It doesn't talk. Oh, okay. But it like understands human speech and can follow human speech. And so basically, they're gonna kill the boar, and Tien uh, kind of leaves it there to die, and Goku ends up saving it. And then Goku mm-hmm. and Tien get into a little fight, 
and I believe Tien, like, hits Goku through some trees, and they, like, go their separate ways. It's not, it's not a full altercation. Hmm. But that, um... Interesting. So he's, like, just, that like, does serious that theory, like, who was that guy? And then we see him again. Yeah, I think there's a little bit more explanation to it than that, but nothing, nothing of substance. But yeah, so anyways, getting back onto our main story. The two people behind him are those people. Yeah, and speaking of filler, I feel like there's like quite a bit of filler in this saga in particular. Like we get some scenes like um, like they're all playing cards and like they're going out to, to eat and it's just kind of like, okay, like kind of mundane stuff but i don't mind it you know you know i think i think a lot of it is just reminding you of the first tournament you know like Mm -hmm. reminding you of all the stuff that's offered and then almost even expanding on how popular it is Mm -hmm. but um but pretty much oh i guess we go do go into the next morning and then we see that there's 182 fighters Mm -hmm. and we haven't seen anyone that we know yet we have not. And that kind of leads any, us. We haven't seen anybody that was in the last tournament. So. Yep. And that kind of leads us into the next episode, which is preliminary, pe- bleh, preliminary peril. That's a fun one to say. Mm-hmm. Episode 85. Members from the Turtle and Crane schools, as well as Jackie Chun, proceed through their preliminary matches. The bad blood between the two schools' students is escalated. Goku begins his battle against former champion King Choppa during one of the preliminaries. I liked this episode. This was a fun episode. I like the preliminaries almost always. Yeah, I do too, because it really kind of like shows like the progression that the characters have made. And then there's always something silly too. There's always mm-hmm. some gimmick. Um, and I, I love when in Dragon Ball when they like all of the sudden there's like this huge threat that you didn't know anything about like in the like in the last episode we had no idea who king choppa even was and then in this episode they're like oh shit. holy crap choppa he's already no won idea. a world martial arts tournament and it's like okay like we know that this is the preliminaries and that goku's gonna advance but it it was a fun little fight anyway I think I think it was a fun fight, and I think it was it was a statement that Toriyama and and everyone over there was trying to make. That's like this is like where Goku's at. Like this is the base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone else just you know, duck. He's about to turn left, and he doesn't want to smack you with his dick. Yeah, and uh, uh, Krillin uh, fights a guy that looks like Andre the Giant, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, he he won that fight!" And it's like. You guys don't, like, remember that he was in the last tournament and he, like, got really far? It's like... Yeah. You know, people just forget, but... Um, or, like, didn't he fight a really big dude? Oh, no, I guess he fought his old classmates last time. But I thought he fought, like, a really big mm-hmm. dude in the preliminaries last time. Yeah. Um, That's a kind of a reoccurring theme. I also thought it was funny how, you know, having watched Z, you know that, like, TN is, like, this very, like, calm like spiritual like (laughs) like guy you know and he's like very like clearly like meditates and like all this stuff kind of like piccolo and z but in this he's just like 
a raging douchebag. Like, he oh, yeah. is such a prick. Like, he is yeah. just constantly, like, shit-talking. Like, yeah. he makes Gary Oak look like a really nice guy. Like, he's, mm-hmm. like... Because he's just always has something to say. Yeah, think of, like, the meanest and rudest person you know, and then just times it by two. And that's TN. That's the first, like, half of the saga. Like, think of, think of, like, that guy that you went to middle school with that, like, was a bully, and you just, nobody (laughs) said anything to him because he was, like, back it up and he was unstable, and you didn't know what he was capable of. But he would just, (laughs) just always just have something. And that's, like, TN, basically. Yeah. It's, like, times ten of that. Yeah, it really is. I was laughing at just, like, what an asshole he is. It was was great. Um, And he's so cocky. And Chiaotsu, we meet Chiaotsu here, too. And he's, like, I don't know. There's something wrong with him, but... What, what did you think of Chiaotsu at the beginning? Ah, Chiaotsu is, uh... It was weird. Like, I didn't think... I was like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. Because um, he's but, just like, I mean, this tiny little guy, and he's white. Like, like yeah. white as a ghost. Like, mime like makeup, mime. almost. Like yeah, like a yeah. little tiny mime. And he, uh... And, uh... He always has this... I don't want to say it's a yarmulke, but it's kind of like a fucking mm-hmm. yarmulke. And he's got these huge head. eyes, huge eyes that are always wide open. And he, like, gets a little hey. bit of, like, beef with Krillin. So there's, like, a little setup there. Because he, like, calls Krillin short, but, like, Shoutsu's obviously really short. And he, I think he calls him bald. And Krillin's and like, then... what are you talking about? You're bald. And then he removes his hat, or his yamaka, and there's one hair on the top. There's one singular hair. Oh, so okay, fun. so that does bring up another question. So if those are yarmulkes, does that make Tien and Chaozu Jewish? You know, I, I don't know. Maybe. Those are... You know, I almost hope not, because I, all the Jewish people I, I've met have been really nice, and these guys just aren't. So, <laughs> I don't know. They are. They would be an insult to Judaism, I think. If, oh, God. If they um, were... Yeah, um, I mean, and then just to continue the shit talking, um, Bulma and Launch, uh, end up with a shit talking match with Master Shen, too, so there's just, yeah, it's a whole circle of shit talking going on. And you can see where Tian gets it from, because Master Shen is like, you know, he's like this old guy, he looks like a, I don't know, he looks like a, uh, Mr. Miyagi from, like, Karate Kid. He's got, like, yeah. a Boo Man shoe. And he's, like, always kind of hunched over. But he's, and, he like, has a, and he has a hat on all the time, and it has yeah. a crane head that comes out. Yeah. It's freaking yeah, yeah, wild. Yeah. It's a weird hat. But he's just, like, Bulma, Bulma and Launch are just, like, doing their thing or whatever, minding their own business. And Master Shen, like, seeks them out and starts, like, just talking mad shit to them, like, out of the blue, like, you can tell where Tien gets it from because Master Shen is like the same. And it's like, oh my god, this arc is like eighteen episodes and we're just gonna we're just gonna we're we're in for it here. Speaking of which, that being said, 
um, backing back to the back to the fight and to King Chapa. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all built up that King Chapa is a turn is a, a world tournament winner already, and that he made it to the finals. I think, or maybe he won the tournament. He won the he tournament won. without ever being touched. I mean, so that's the bar we're setting here. Yeah. You would and, think um, that we would have heard of him before, but... It's cool. But, so we don't actually see that fight in this one. The fight is in the next one, but it kind of yeah. sets it up. Um, and it, so they set us up for this like big fight with this guy that we've never heard of. So uh, that brings us into... 86, which is called there. Then there were eight. Um, Goku defeats King Chapa. Surprise, surprise. Uh, to proceed through the preliminaries, Tien fights Nam from the last tournament in the preliminary. And Goku, Yamcha, Krillin, Jackie Chun, Tien, and Chatsu all make it to the finals. Um, we are introduced to King Chapa's eight arms technique and we could see Nama there. So, it was a cool, it was a fun episode. I think I liked it. Um, King Chapa looked pretty cool. He was almost like, like picture like Hercule, but like if Hercule was badass looking. That's basically what King Chapa looks like. He's like taller and more muscular. Um, and he doesn't have an afro. And he's a little more tan. But he's, he's a cool looking guy. Yeah, I mean, he could have been he could have been a, a lot cooler of a villain, honestly. Um, but they just needed someone for Goku to to plateau or not plateau against, but just set a bar against. Yeah. And um, so yeah, and I and I love seeing Nam. Honestly, I didn't. I'm not gonna lie, to you, I didn't. Every time Nam comes in, I'm like, God damn it, he probably needs water. Um, I'm like, but this time he didn't. <laughs> this time he didn't. He didn't need water. He just—he yeah, was just here to fight against the greatest opponent he's ever faced, Goku. Yeah, and wow. I think they—they uh, they mentioned that they're like, "How's your village?" And they're like, "Oh, it's good since Goku yeah. went and saved it, or whatever." Um, and yeah, King King Chapa fights uh, Goku, and he's got his—it's called the Eight Arms technique, and he basically looks like a. Like E Honda from Street Fighter, if you ever used him, where he's just like, hey, 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 and his fists are flying everywhere. That's basically what King Chapa did. Yeah. Um, and then after Goku defeats him, we uh, you see Roshi, and Roshi goes through this whole thing that we kind of have been bringing up slowly um, mm-hmm. in the past couple episodes, which is Roshi's like, like holy shit, look at Goku, like is he stronger mm-hmm. than me? Like what's going on? Meanwhile, he's in a match while he's having this whole thing. And then he, like, visualizes Goku in front of him and just, like, sends the dude soaring. He has, like, a Um, a mental breakdown, kind of. Because it's, like, he's, like, it might be time to pass the torch. I don't know. Like, I don't, these guys are surpassing me, I think. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Yamcha and Tien talk a lot of shit at each other. We get a montage. you know, I really feel for Yamcha in this, not just in this part, but honestly in the whole show, because he just, he just always, oh, like, the God. poor guy, he always loses, and it's always humiliating, but he's, like, he's the most, like, real, I think, of all of the fighters. Like, he's, Him or he's just, like, well, he's, but he's, like, an adult, and he's just, like, some guy 
that like is learning how to be a good fighter. Like he isn't born with really any natural abilities. He's just like he's just like a dude. Um, and so I, he is sort of relatable in that way. But we'll see what happens to him later. Um, I just so, want to I just want to touch on it because because you wrote it in here that I thought it was funny when Launch plays the shooting arcade game. But she plays it with live ammo, and it's just, it's just funny, just good comedy. Yeah, there's a lot of launch has a gun moments in this. Uh, there I, really are, and, and it's good. It's good stuff. She threatens to pull the gun on the plane in the first episode. Yeah, it like, does. There's no way this aired. There's no <laughs> way they put this on Cartoon Network in 2002. <laughs> 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 oh fuck. I feel like once oh. an episode, there's, like, something where she's, like, pulls a gun out or something happens. Yeah. And it's always well, this is. Funny. I feel like this is the first arc where she's been more blonde-haired launch than blue-haired launch, She too. has. She's, she's blonde for pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so then we see uh, Nam going to the hospital. And uh, once we once we circle back into the World Tour Arts Tournament. So yes. Nam is, uh, Nam's out. Um... To my knowledge, we never see Nam again, which is yeah, fine by know, me. I don't know if we do. I yeah, um, it's all right though. No big deal. We find so, out that Tien is the one that sent him there. And yeah, because we that just was, like we just like see Nam come out in a stretcher, right? So yeah, like, that's all you get. Happened, and so that kind of shows us that like Tien, not only is he super strong, super aggro, and douchebag. He can also kind of back it up, and he he goes over where he where he needs to go because he didn't need to hurt not he didn't need to do that to Nam. He he's very just, sociopathic. I I he is I would say. like he he, he he almost enjoys hurting people. He just like injured him like probably yeah. permanently, and he's like well, whatever. I don't care. Save yeah, he him. very much has that. It's it's not like this is not for fun. Like, if you fight me, like, prepare to, like, you know, I, I'll fight you until you cannot move. Right, so, right. He's a, he's a um, scary guy. Yeah. And so, on that note, I think that is where we end the preliminaries. And so, Goku, Yamcha, Krillin, Jackie Chan, Tien Shenhan, Chaozu, all in the finals. Obviously, you have a couple spots for fun. Mm-hmm. And we'll meet those people shortly. Moving into 87, which is Yamcha versus Tien. Um, I don't... I mean, this really isn't much of the fight. It's more of the setup. But the lots for the tournament finals are drawn. Match 1 commences between Yamcha and Tien. So we finally kick things off. And the announcer comes back. Yeah, I love the announcer. He's, he's Gotta love the announcer. He's awesome. He's, so he's also consistent throughout all of Dragon Ball. He is. He's always good, and he will be there for... He probably does it... He's like the, the guy from, like, WWE. Can't remember that guy's name. The guy who just... He's like Dana the announcer. He's, he's been there for... No, I can't remember. Maybe he's not the announcer, but he's some guy that does it. He's been in it forever. I don't watch he's wrestling. Like always there. But me neither, but I kind of know of him. Anyway, but... So we kind of get set up. And we know that um, Chatsu has some sort of psychic abilities, we learn, because he, him and Tian are 
setting up who's going to fight who. He can, like, manipulate, because they draw out of a box, and he can, like, manipulate the paper. So that oh, yeah, I forgot pick about up that. certain ones. So they, they rig it. They're like, this is who's going to fight who. Because um, Tian wants to fight Yamcha, because that's, like, the biggest, like... He's yeah, like, he thinks that Yamcha is the is the strongest of all of yes, Master Roshi's students, so he wants he to get it out of the way. Which makes sense from the outside, because yeah. he's an adult, right? He's the oldest, and he's yep. doing the most talking, so you would think that he would kind of be the leader. Um, so we And now that I'm thinking about it, I want to say that when him and Goku met, Goku kind of got beat. By Yamcha? Uh, no, by Tien, when oh, they met Tien. in their litter little filler like not badly but like he was like hit and then Yamcha and Chaozu like ran away for some reason mm. they had to go do something okay but yeah so, so it makes sense even more he's that he would thinking think that like, oh, the he's no big deal. yeah so we get Yamcha versus Tien then Man Wolf versus Jackie Chun Chaozu versus Krillin and then Pompa versus Goku so those are the four fights um and I, you know, that part was good, obviously, for the storytelling. But there's a lot of like <laughs> gags in this one that were like, yeah, whatever. Like, Oolong goes into the ladies' restroom to look for Master Roshi because nobody's still, no one can figure out that. Yeah, he's Jackie Chun. They end up calling for him on the PA. Like, it's a, it's a thing. And it's like we've kind of seen this gag before but yeah um, like i said you know we've kind of seen this movie already but it's still fun i still mm -hmm. love the martial arts tournament mm -hmm. and then tian and yamcha start fighting and it seems pretty even so far it's a good it, it felt like a classic dragon ball fight like a lot of action a lot of high um intensity um moves and a lot of quick quick cuts and um, fist flying all over the place and it was, I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching it, and I was surprised that Yamcha was holding his own against you, at least for this episode. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I agree with everything you just said, it's a good fight, it's, you know, well animated, and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we leave it off, and then, going into 88, you see the title, Yamcha's Big Break, and, you know, that mm -hmm. means one of two things. So Tian Shenhan defeats Yamcha in match one and breaks his leg. The rivalry, the rivalry between Turtle and Crane School deepens. Yes. So the fight is pretty even at this point, and but Yamcha has his ace up his sleeve. Yes. His Wolfang fist, which has evolved into the Wolfang blowing wind. So he, because. Because it's always gotten him out of trouble, right? The wolf. Yeah, it's always bad. worked out so as well we, for him. As we know, never fails. Yeah. So he uses it, Decide. and he he gets a good hit in, I think. But you know, Tien, uh, he, it becomes pretty clear that Yamcha's just outclassed. And um, and that it's it's nothing it's nothing against Yamcha, but Tien's just. Better. Just ahead of him. Yeah. And mean. And also, <laughs> Toriyama's a little mean, because the episode's called Yamcha's Big Break, which makes you think either, you know, he got a big break in the sense that something worked out for him, or that something 
of his breaking. becomes broken, which it does. Um, and again, you know, like you said, you got to give it to Yamcha because he pulls out everything he has, even to the does. point of what we see yet another person who can now use the Kamehameha. And yes. so he fires a Kamehameha at Tian Shenhan. Um, and Roshi's like, don't do it! Like, don't do it! But he does it anyways, and Yamcha deflects the blast back at... Or, sorry, Tien deflects the blast back at Yamcha, mm-hmm. uh, who dodges it, I believe, mm-hmm. and then it hits, like, right outside the crowd. Right and the crowd. Uh, definitely killed some people. Yeah, that that should have been there. And we never talk about right it. There. Yeah, we just don't talk canceled. about it. Tournament's canceled. Ten people just died in the first fight. But, no, it goes yeah. on. Um, um, and I mean, and then from there, of, it's it's pretty much over after the Kamehameha doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, that's the most powerful thing that we've seen out of any of the good mm-hmm. guys so far. And so we, from there, it just becomes kind of a... Yeah. That's when it becomes douchey, you know, mm-hmm. and that's when he gets knocked out and, and Claire and or confirm this. He knocks him out first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. out. He's, like, on the ground, like, clearly. Like, I think his pupils are gone, so you're like, no, he's knocked out. And then Tien is still like above him floating, and he yeah, fights yeah, yeah. over. But Tien decides to <laughs> get another hit in and goes down and just breaks his fucking leg, like with his knee, just like knee for drops no, for no reason, like just to be a dick, just just to for be the a sheer dick. sexual thrill. Yes, yes, and um, so everybody's like, "What the hell, man!" Like. Yeah, everyone was like, come on. That was kind of unnecessary, wasn't it? And then you see, it like cuts to Master Shen, and he's like got this like shit-eating grin on his face. Yeah, it's good, good Tien. Yes, yes. And then uh, Poir takes Yamcha to the hospital, where he will... On a magic carpet ride. The majority of this uh, arc, he'll be in the hospital. But yeah. one, one note about this is that, you know, when I was a kid, and I was watching DBZ... It got to the point where you were like, okay, who can't become a Super Saiyan? Like, everybody's a Super Saiyan now. And that's how I felt in this arc with the Kamehameha Wave. Because it's like, yeah. everybody is using it. It's like in every fight, almost. Yeah. So I was kind of like, alright, so like... And I get it. It's like, it's a move that people can learn, and it gets... But it becomes less special, I think, because it's just like, everyone uses it. So, yeah. anyway... That I mean, then includes that episode. Yeah, Yamcha or Tien says that Yamcha is the strongest of the three. There's no issues. Um, mm-hmm. They let Master Roshi back into the restaurant that he didn't pay his bill at last time, and they <laughs> eat. Um, we see that Man Wolf really hates Jackie Chan, too. Yes, they do a little cutaway yes. of that, and just and just for really, foreshadowing in the next We don't, we don't really episode. know why, and I couldn't remember why either. But it oh, I remember me, why. Like, it occurs to me before the fight. And then I'm it's like, oh, so that's actually... silly. Yeah, yeah. So it's so silly. To episode eighty-nine, full moon Ugh. vengeance. Match Repercussions. Two. Yes, match two between Jackie Chun and Man Wolf, with Jackie Chun winning the fight. So, this episode brought me so much joy because I brought it up so many times about if there was ever gonna be any repercussions mm-hmm. for blowing up the moon. Yes. Yes, and we learned that, in fact, his actions do have consequences because Man-Wolf is a werewolf, and he changed 
when the moon was full. Um, and then it was blown up, so he couldn't change back. So now he's stuck as this monster, and he's very mad, and it's it's Jackie Chan's fault. So at first he I used to be gorgeous. Like, yes, he was a beautiful man, and I don't know. I thought Jackie maybe Master Roshi like stole his girl or something. Like it's like what's I couldn't you know at the beginning put piece it together, and then and then I caught it, and it was uh, it was a kind of a funny thing and it kind of shows like okay when things happen in the show like there are consequences for it which is pretty cool um, yeah we get a long recap of the moon blowing up in the last world tournament um and jackie chun is like he's like he, man wolf explains himself you know and jackie chun's like whatever man i don't really care he's yeah like, he's very indifferent <laughs> yeah he like doesn't get the entire shit. fight He's kind of like, he's actually, I mean, honestly, he's kind of a pretentious dick. Like, he he's kind of, like, talking shit to him the entire and time. He's, like, making fun of him, right? Because he's, yeah. like, he's, like, got his, I think his arms are, like, behind his back, and he's, like, still kicking his ass, like, yeah. without even using his hands. Um, but he pulls, he pulls a knife on him. Oh, <laughs> He has, like, a switchblade, which automatically disqualifies him, I think. So yeah. the fight's, like, over. But he doesn't care. He's just so mad that he just so, wants but, to... Yeah, he just wants to hurt uh, Jackie Chan. It's, but it's what I thought was funny is that how he actually loses is that Jackie Chan literally has a ball. And he's like, here you go, boy. Throws it out of bounds, mm -hmm. and he plays fetch, and that's how he... Loses. I mean, he already was, lost, but... Yeah. I was like, man, that was actually pretty hilarious. Cause it was a whole troll episode. I, I Was it a ball or a bone? I don't really remember, but... I think it was, it was a ball, as, but it could have been a bone. As soon as he sees it, he's like... Like a dog. Like, he's obsessed. Like, he has to get the ball. And then he throws it out of bounds, and he just, like, runs after it, jumps right out. And that's... And that's it, What a but, humiliating way to lose... I know. So then, so then after that, he like brings Manwolf back up on to the stage, and then he gets fucking Krillin, mm -hmm. and proceeds to like hypnotize Manwolf into yes. thinking it's the moon, so he can change yes. back. It was a, it was an absolutely bonkers episode. He's like, look at Krillin's bald head under hypnosis, and it looks like a full moon, and it, and it did change him back, which. Open some questions for wolf Lycanth lycanthropy. I guess he doesn't. Isn't that what it's yeah, called? For lycanthropy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so lycanthropy. He doesn't really need to actually see the moon. He just needs to think he saw it, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so now we know that Jackie Chun is going to fight Tien in the second round, um, and we know it's going to be good, right? But uh, first, we're going to do. Chiaotzu versus Krillin. If you want to take in, take us off to episode 90, John. Yeah. Uh, the Dodon Wave is episode 90. Match 3 commences between Krillin and Chiaotzu. Tian Shenhan learns of and relays the news of Mercenary Tao's death at the hands of Gohan to Shen. So, uh, Go this Go is a... Yo, Goku to Shen, yes. Um, so this is a fun kind of tying everything together we mm -hmm. find out that mercenary Tao is master shen's brother 
Or do we? Maybe do we not find that out in this episode. Think, yeah, we do. Uh, I think we do. I think so, we do. so yeah. Um, I don't remember how it comes up, but everyone is shocked. Master Roshi shocked. Tien is shocked, and and so it kind of like for for one, it shows Tien like holy shit, like this kid, mm-hmm. like is this kid's dangerous. I mean, Cause, anyone cause who and, Tao is like a, a role model to Tien. Yes. Um, and then Master Oshi is like, please tell me that you didn't actually murder this guy. And he's like, no, I promise, I did it. And he's like, oh, Goku, for once I wish you were lying. He was like, I kicked his ass real good. (laughs) I thought it was so funny. (laughs) The honesty out of him sometimes is great. So that's, that's like another example of repercussions in this show. But this is actually on a much larger scale because we mm-hmm. learn that it's all re- related. So Master Shen is uh does he tell does Tan tell Master Shen in this episode? Yeah, yeah he does. He does get back and, over. He he leaves and goes over to Master Shen and tells him they're obviously crazy. Oh, that's why. I remember how this all came up. Chaozu and Krillin are fighting. Mm-hmm. And Chaozu can, for one, fly. He floats, like, all over the yeah. place. We already kind of saw that, but he floats all over the place. And he uses, he's pretty much almost, like, completely energy and, like, psychic yeah. attacks. He doesn't really have any physical... He's a mage, right? Yeah, he's a mage. He's a glass cannon. But so he pulls out the Dodon wave. And right. so that obviously prompts... It's a like, callback. Yeah, prompts the whole callback and... And yeah, um, that was that's kind of how that all comes together. Yeah. But yeah, so you see the Dodon wave coming, and it's really yeah. The rest of this episode is a lot of filler. Oolong has some mm-hmm. pom poms. Yeah. I mean, why don't you just take ninety one? I just want to say real quick. I think Chiaotsu is the first fighter that we see fly. I don't think we've seen flight yet, right? Like nobody can do it yet. Chiaotsu's uh, the yeah. first one. Yeah, he is the first one. He's the first one. So. Uh, and also, in uh, Dragon Ball, it is not flying. It is called sky dancing. Sky dancing. And um, the episode ends with Krillin also is going to use the Kamehameha. So another character that's going to that's going to use the Kamehameha wave. And that's kind of where it stops. Because Krillin's basically just like running around on the ground dodging Dodon waves. And he can't get yeah. hit in because he can't fly. So that's where we leave off. So... 91. Yep. Which is, is counting yeah, counting controversy. Krillin uses the Kamehameha for the first time. Krillin defeats Chiaotzu to reach the semifinals. Master Shen attempts to assassinate Goku during the night. Mm-hmm. This was a silly episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go ahead. Let's see. I'm trying to think. So he uses the wave, and he does get the hidden. I don't remember exactly how, but he does some, like, cool thing. He, like, he like teleports behind Chiaotzu and then hits him in the back, I think, or something. But it, it was a good, um, it was a good move, and I was happy for him. And then Chiaotzu starts, like, making Krillin nauseous. Like, he can use his mind to, like, give him, like, GI upset. Yeah, I think that part kind of irritated me. All he has to do is hold his hands up, like, you know, like like he's yeah. pointing his powers at somebody, and Krillin's like, Egh! and then he yeah. just can't move. 
And then Chiaotzu just kind of kicks him around. But we learned that for a guy that can use all of these abilities, he's pretty dumb. Because yeah. Krillin wins using math. He asks him math questions, and then he has, Chiaotzu has to use his hands to count, which means that he's no longer using that attack because he has to move his hands. So then that's how Chiaotzu, that's how Krillin wins. Um, I don't remember how he decided he was going to use math, or maybe, I don't know how... It they were, he, Master Shen yells out to Chiaotzu at one point, and he's like, on your left! And Chiaotzu has to hold up his hands to figure out which yeah, one's can't left. Remember which one's left. Yeah. He's like dyslexic or something. Yeah. Um, they win, I mean, Krillin wins, Shen's pissed, he's going to make Chiaotzu do math. Um, the gang goes to the hospital to celebrate, and then we're all sleeping, and someone breaks in and tries to kill Goku. That yeah. person kind of flees away, Goku chases him, because, you know, Goku. And then, uh, finds out it's Shen, and they start to almost get into it, and Tien actually mm -hmm. breaks it up. Yeah. Um, it does bring up a good question. I don't know who would win in a fight between Shen and Goku. Yeah, I feel really like Goku. I mean, he already killed Tao. Yeah, and then and that was three years ago. Yeah. Probably Goku, but we don't really know. We don't see Master Shen really fight. We kind of, we know he's strong because in a previous episode, he, like, launched shot at him with a machine gun, as she tends to do. And it's sort of like Roshi did in the General Blue arc. He just, like, grabs all the bullets. Yeah. Him, yeah, he and does. He throws them on the ground, and he just, like, walks away. So, like, we know he's good, but mm -hmm. I think Goku would probably win. I don't know. Just kind of a, it shows, like, the, the, you know, furthers how these villains, like, think. Like, they're, they are not, they're not honorable, right? Like, they are just, like, he was going to kill him in his sleep. Like, that was his plan, which is kind of a first, you know? There's no honor in these guys. Um, yeah, you're seeing more of the assassin than, um, like, the martial artist. Yeah, and then Tian was like, no, you can't, don't fight him, Master. I want to humiliate him in front of everyone in the ring. So then we kind of, like, at that point, we're kind of like, all right, so we know that Tian and Goku are going to fight at the end. Right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, at least it's heavily implied. Which yeah. I think is kind of a bummer, because then we're kind of just, like, waiting. It's like, we know that Tien's going to win his fights, and we know that Goku's going to win his fights. But, you know... To be fair, you kind of already knew Goku was going to go to the finals. Yeah, we, you know, we do, we do pretty much. And you kind of already could tell Tien was going to go to the finals. Yeah, yeah, we kind of know. I mean, this but... just kind of reinforced it, but... Mm -hmm. um, this is a silly... The, the next episode, Goku enters the ring... Um, match four commences between Goku and Pomput, with Goku winning the fight. This episode is a lot of nothing. kind of a dud, yeah. You don't need to watch yeah. it, guys. You can skip it. You really don't. The whole episode <laughs> is, they're, they're explaining Pomput to be a movie star, and then his agent goes and spies on Goku while he's, like, sparring with Master Roshi, because Master Roshi's trying to pick up chicks. And he sees mm -hmm. Goku and how strong he is, and he's like, fuck, Pompo mm -hmm. can't beat this motherfucker. And so then he, um, 
he like tries to tell Goku that the like they're moving the fight, and so Goku yeah. just gets in the car with him and leaves. Somehow, Launch, who has ice cream, manages to see him, like get in the car, and he's like, "What? No, Goku!" So she steals a motorcycle, gets on it, chases them, throws ice cream at him, somehow basically gets Goku back to the stadium in time. Pompa thinks he's going to win, talks a bunch of shit, and then gets beat in in like 20 seconds. Yeah. That's pretty much all we need to know. That's pretty right? much it. I just get Pompa is basically like if, like, I don't know, like if The Rock was like in the tournament, kind of. Like he's a movie star, you know, and you know he's probably pretty strong. But, yeah. like, he's, like, an actor, primarily. Yeah, that's um, fair. And he, yeah, he gets hit in, like, one punch, right? Or it's, like, three punches really fast, but we only, like, see one. And then he's out, and that's the end. So it's basically, like, a bunch of antics and then a nothing fight. And just this is just something that I think is funny that you put in here, that the agent's name is Vodka. Yes. We'd be best friends yeah. in another life. <laughs> Vodka. Um, that's something. That's something. So, all right. So moving that's on. It. That's yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, Ninety-three is called Tian Shinhan versus Jackie Chan. Uh, match five commences between the two. That's basically the uh, the whole episode. Um, so there's like this weird thing where Jackie Chan is like at the shops, like talking to some girl about something and I don't know Tien tries to do something oh Chiaotsu makes this kid's got a, a toy gun a oh gun. yeah and Chiaotsu like makes the makes the cork in the gun actually fire like a real bullet because the kid's like aiming it at people and shooting it and he aims it at Jackie Chun and then Chiaotsu makes it a real bullet and then Jackie Chun like leans forward dodges the bullet and they were like, oh my god, how did he see that coming? And it turns out he was just leaning forward because he was, like, being being a creep to this girl, basically. And, and like, one horny bonk. Yeah, like, gets gets up a little too close, kind of invades her personal space. Um, and that, so there's, like, that's, like, half the episode. And I'm like, dude, yeah. come on. Can we the build-ups for these this? fights. Can we just move this forward? But the fight does start, and we learn that uh, Tien can fly. Um, it's called sky dancing. Sky dancing, excuse me. They can sky dance. Uh, we'll be referring to it as sky dancing for the entirety of this podcast. Good. Um, so Tien can sky dance. And Chan, Jackie Chan uses his mirror image technique, like from the last fight, the la- or the last tournament he did this with Goku. But he's got, Tien's got three eyes, right? So he can, like, see his movements really well and he hits him and it lands and then Jackie Chun takes his shirt off basically like um sort of like Ash Ketchum when he puts his hat back yeah like all right here we go like like the sleeves are rolling up you know it's time to really fight so uh then they really just start wailing on each other like they're both getting hits in and they're both doing damage to each other like you can tell and that's basically where the episode leaves off so and then they're pretty um, evenly matched yeah but i mean we saw that with yamcha at the end of that first episode too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. going into this one 94 stepping down 
Jackie Chan steps out of the ring, allowing Tian Shenhan to win the match and proceed to the tournament final. Master Roshi retires Jackie Chan. This was, um, I think, like one of the best episodes in this. It was a good one, definitely. A good I, one. yeah, this is this is the part where this arc starts to really take shape and take yes. substance. It only took what ten episodes, but we got there. <laughs> we got there, guys. We did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of character development and also really good fight scenes. What more can you ask for? Yep. Um, so, we haven't touched on this, but they have been showing periodically Yamcha in the hospital. Um, and he's just kind of been sitting there. But the nurse... <laughs> yeah, just being, uh, just doing the big sad boy. And a uh, nurse takes pity on him and was like, Hey, you look sad. Here's a radio. Yeah. And so then he can at least listen to the fight. Well, he's what, a, what a nice gesture. Because he can, like, yeah. his window's open and he can hear the crowd. Like outside the window, like from yes. far away, he's, he's just like, really like, doubling up on the sad boy. Yeah, he's just like real, like. Wah, wah, and, wah. and I swear to God, they cut to him at least once where he's like, ah, oh. that's just a fucking sigh. They so then they like pan to the window. I wanted there to be like the music from Charlie Brown when he's like really sad, and it's like that little piano number. Oh God, that's like would have been perfect for Yamcha in this whole arc, basically. But, right. Um, launch fires a gun into a crowd again, again. She does that a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And at this point, we're like, okay, launch fire. And uh, this is episode we get another classic Dragon Ball technique, uh, the solar mm -hmm. flare. Yeah, which we and see so, a lot of. This is a recurring move through the whole series, basically. Yeah. Um, which and, is pretty cool. So we we it's introduced here by Tien. Um, and so and with. With that, we get a great. Well, I guess we'll cover that in a second. But um, where when we use the solar flare, we see Jackie another kind of dirty trick. I don't know. I guess still like kind of dirty, where he just comes down on the back of Jackie Chun's head or oh, yeah. neck. Yeah. yeah. And I would think like I don't know. No hits above the above the chest. I would think. I don't know. Like. Let's keep it simple. Yeah. You know? No hits in the dick and no hits in the head. Seems reasonable. Yeah. But he goes, but that's Tian, you know? And so, like, during this fight, while they're, like, kicking the, each other's asses pretty evenly, um, Chun is, like, talking to Tian about, like, his evil ways and, like, telling him, like, you'll never realize your potential when you are so bent on being an asshole, basically. And Shen can. That's see a direct this too. quote, by the way. Yeah, that's what he says exactly. And so Shen is hearing this, and he's kind of like, "All right, who is this guy?" You know. And then he like uses a move to to see if it's Roshi. He thinks it's Roshi, so he's like, "Look at that girl over there!" And so Jackie <laughs> Chen's like, Barrow? And he like turns and looks at him, and then he's like, "I knew it was you, you bastard!" And so then, so. He tells Tian, and he's revealed to be Jackie Chan, just to the two of them, or maybe Chiaotzu as well. But um, and um, and it's also as soon as Jackie, or as soon as Tian finds out it's Jackie or Jackie Chan is Master Roshi, he's like, "Fuck you! I don't like you. I'm an asshole." Yeah, this is who I am. I am 
a bad man. And so there's there's more talking, and then Tien uses a Kamehameha at some point, right? Yeah, he's just like, just to be a dick, and it's just like, all right, like, fuck. He's like, you can think anyone on the show not use it? Right, exactly. He's like, you think this is your special move? And then he just like uses it. He's like never done it before. He just like does it. And then at that point, Master Roshi's like, all right, it's time to step down. Like, these guys are, you know, it's time to pass the torch here. So he just jumps out of the ring. Well, it was an interesting way that he left it, too. This is, um, I really enjoy this part of this arc. And he goes into this whole spiel about, um, Tien is like, I'm... Like, I'm a killer, like, I'm a mm-hmm. jerk, I'm a dick, and he's like, maybe you are. And he's like, but, but like, that goes into this whole thing, but it's like, but if, like, I don't think you'll ever be, like, as good as Tao was, or I don't think that's really what, like, you really mm-hmm. want to be. And he's like, but, maybe you are. Mm-hmm. Have fun. And just deuces out. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting. And, um, and then another fun thing is that, he doesn't co. He doesn't go back to the tournament. He just leaves the tournament, mm-hmm. right. and Krillin is like, "Where's Jackie? Like, where are you going? Where are you going, Jackie Chun?" And Goku very calmly is just, "I think he's going away now," mm-hmm. and uh, thus signifying an end to an era. And no one questions it. It's very. I thought it was very well done. A very nice retirement for Jackie Chun. I thought so too, and. Um, also, I just want to note that when Jackie Chun, like, leaves the ring on his own free will, this is, Tian is pissed about this, right? Cause yeah, he he's not to, happy. He wanted to win, like, through his skill. Like, he did not want it to end this way. And so Jackie Chun, or Master Roshi, Master Roshi is, like, in his head at this point. And he's, like, really thinking about, like, who he is and who he's gonna be and, and what you know, what journey, what path he's really taking. So that yeah. is, that seed is really planted and we'll continue to see that. The morality path. seed, I think, is a mm-hmm. is a fair thing to call it. Like he's you know he has he has doubts now that he's never had yeah. before. Yeah, he does kind of get through to him a little bit. Um so that yeah, great episode. Um a lot of again like high fast paced action. Um we see a lot of a lot of good ones. This is definitely one you don't want to skip. Um, Speaking of skipping, uh, <laughs> you know, depending on who you are, this next fight could could be skippable, I guess. Yeah, uh, ninety five is Goku versus Krillin. Mm-hmm. So match six commences between Goku and Krillin. Master Roshi talks with Tian Shenhan about the error of his ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do we do see again. We're carrying over from the last episode that Tien's acting a little bit different. We know Chun has gotten into his head, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I I wanted to like this fight, and I think mm-hmm. there's good parts to this fight, but it's so hard for me to to invest in something where it's like, okay, like come on, yeah, like, we like know. you know you know you we can't know. win, Krillin. We know what's gonna happen. But I mean, it's still a fun fight because they, they do never, they do a good job them, keeping. We it haven't seen them fight before, and they are both very Ever. capable. They're both very capable. So, I mean, before Tien, Krillin was probably like number two. So he's really he's like probably number three on like a purely like how strong is everybody. I would probably put him at 
Well, maybe number four. He's not as strong as Roshi, I don't think. So he's 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 still a really good fighter, though. Yeah, no, he's not as strong as Master Roshi. I don't know if he ever surpasses Master Roshi, honestly. Well, ever? that's a discussion for years in the future when we're on to Dragon Ball Super, everybody. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> um, but we get some good, um, some more Tien and Roshi conversations, because Roshi's just, like, out doing something. I can't remember. And Tien, like, approaches him and starts, like, kind of berating him. He's like, why why did you do that? Like, what? Like, you robbed me of my victory. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, um, he kind of just, like, continues to say the same things to Tien. He says, like, the world could use new heroes or something like that. And so he's really, like... He says he says he's just babbling and that he's just not making any sense and he'll never do that. But he also like he went out of his way to talk to him, so he must like have some sort of respect for what he's saying, you know. Um, if nothing so else, he has respect for him as a martial artist after their fight. Right, and he but, is um, thinking about like he's like Master Shen is like maybe he's not the guy for me because he's so like aggressive and. Maybe I am not realizing my full potential. So, we'll get some more of that. But um, I mean, going to the fight was like, you know, it's nothing really crazy with the Goku Krillin um, thing. Uh, we do see a, a one-time use technique of the balloon technique from Krillin. Yes. Uh, where he yes. basically sucks a bunch of air into his body and slows his descent. And then causing Goku yeah. to miss his kick. He becomes like um like Super Mario when he gets yeah. the balloon and he like just becomes really fat and he can float. He basically does that and I'm like I was thinking about that and I was like from a from an anatomy standpoint, I was like, How yeah. the hell does that work? Like, yeah, most definitely. Um so that was kinda stupid, I thought. I also I, the one thing I will say I enjoyed about this was everyone was really confused on who they should cheer for. Yeah. And yeah. Poir fucking is an instigator, and it's like you're a Goku sympathizer, and like you. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Oolong starts in on it too, so that was pretty silly. All and like, then we end. They're all like taking sides. Yeah. Yeah, and then we end the match with them being evenly matched. One could say. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that brings us to '96, which is called Tails Tale. Um, Goku defeats Krillin in the semifinals. And proceeds to the final against Tien. Um, so he, they start to kind of heat up a little bit. Like you can tell, like okay, they're the fight becomes a little bit less friendly. Like they're kind of actually attacking each other now. Um, and Krillin, Krillin does a real, real jerk thing here, and he grabs Goku's tail. Which and I knew this was going to happen when this yeah. fight started. I was like, it's only, that's what Krillin always does. He always goes back to fighting dirty. Yes, because we, all the way back to The Rock. The training. The Rock, two, yeah, man. Where he, you know, has the fake rock or whatever. It's, it's the same thing. So this exposes his weakness to everybody in the entire ring, including Tien. So Tien's like, oh, he has a weakness now. Thanks, Krillin. Um, but then we learn that Goku's been training his tail, so it actually doesn't work at all, and he was uh, pretending to be paralyzed. Um, so, 
Then that's where this fight pretty much turns. Is like Crone Kron throws his ace, grabs Goku's tail, and he's like, "I fucking did it! Fuck you, yep. bitches that doubted me! I'm the best!" And then Goku's like, "Just kidding! I'm a god." And so then we start to see Goku just step it up, and that's um, at this point Tien's paying attention. They're done with their conversation, and you see Goku mm. just straight up disappear. He's yes. gone. No one can find him. And it goes on for a while. Like, this is not an after image. This is not a, I jumped in the air. This is, I'm gone, you can't find me. And they pan to the audience, they pan to everyone. And Tien looks nervous. And finally, towards the end, you start to hear it. And Goku's moving so fast around the ring, no one can see him. And even Tien can't see him until he really focuses. And then you just Mm -hmm. see, like, four quick hits to Krillin, and boom, over. He's out. He's out. Yep. It was the wrap-up that we needed to that fight, because if it would have gone on any longer, I would have been upset. Yeah, and there are no hard feelings at the end, right? They're still yeah. gross. And then yeah, you and you, I mean, you have, to, you have to hope that was yeah. going to happen. Goku's like, you did a good job, but I wish you hadn't grabbed my tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, and, um, I mean, yeah, then we move on to the finals and 97, mm-hmm. which is Goku versus Tien, the final match. Begins against the yeah, two of them. That's it. Yep. Um, and I, when I was going into this, I couldn't remember who won. I didn't. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember. For some reason, I didn't think Goku ever won a tournament, or maybe he won. I can't. Couldn't remember. And I was like, so it was good for me to watch because I was like, I don't really know how this plays out. Um, yeah. And we won't. And we won't spoil this. Um, we'll we'll kind of go through the fight and. Yeah. Take it from uh, so top. Tien is still thinking about what Master Roshi said, and that's, you know, kind of a ongoing thing through the fight um, and the rest of and, the arc. Yeah, through the remainder of the arc. And then um, the first half of this episode is all just set up. Yamcha gets out of the hospital because he wants to go. Um, Oolong left the hotel room early to get a seat. Or to get good spots yeah. for everyone, so he's transformed into a monster, and then Poir comes dressed up as a lady monster, and is like, is this area taken? And he's yeah. like, I'm a dad! Yeah, you can come stand here! I'm a pussy! And then, it's Poir, and that's it. There's no and, substance, and, that was just all and, it was. But neither of them knew that it was the other one, so it was, like, kind of funny. And they did a similar yeah. gag in the first arc. But, no, I know um, Poir knew. Poir knew this time. Oh, did Poir know? Okay. Yeah, Poir knows this he time. D- he did it so that nobody would stand next to him and that he could get a good seat, basically. This yeah. was all just a ploy to get a good seat. Um, but it was definitely not really necessary, but eh, it's kind of funny. Um, so the fight starts at like the halfway point through the episode, and Goku gets hit with a Dodon Ray like, right away. Oh, yeah, I forgot um, about that. Yeah, he gets hit like head on. Um, yeah, Tien really goes into this fight with the with the essence of um, I'm rejecting every single thing that Master Roshi's been saying to me. I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna fuck this dude up, and that's it. And so he comes out. Dodon Ray beats the shit out of Goku, and he's like, "Fuck you. We're done." Yeah, and then Goku does his disappearing act again, where he moves super fast, but Tien can see it, um, and just hits him. Really, just you know. Gets a few good hits in. Goku's like just kind of like like limp, and he picks him up by his shirt, and he's like, "All right, this is it. It's over." And that was the whole fight. But we got four episodes to go. So yeah. uh, episode ninety-eight, 
unless you have anything to add. No, no, I mean, it's pretty much, I mean, Tien wins round one. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, 98, victory's edge. Goku begins to use his battle strength. Having used his tournament strength up until that point, he reveals. Um, Goku steals Master Roshi's sunglasses to counter a solar flare, and Goku is mysteriously paralyzed by an unknown force. Um, so at this point, Tien is kind of toying with Goku, but he does wake up. Um, and then he says he's not going to hold back, and he says he's been holding Goku. back for the... Goku is toying yes, with Tien. Yes, yes. Um, well, no, I thought Tien was kind of toying with Goku, because he uses, like, he does, like, this volleyball thing. He's, like, hitting him up in the air, and oh, yeah. he spikes him down, and um, I thought he was just kind of, like, messing around. Just... I mean, yeah, I did, I, I will say in this episode... The face that Tien makes when he says mm. the volleyball technique, and yeah. then oh, it's priceless, man. It was almost like a Ginyu Force moment because it was like so yeah. really ridiculous. Yeah. There was uh, also, I mean, we didn't touch on it, but there was a couple of funny faces throughout this arc. Yamcha gets his foot stepped on wow, by was. Bulma in one yeah, episode, and that's a good that. face. It's a really uh, ridiculous face. You need yeah. to see it. You but going see, back. Yeah, we don't have any way to give you the image, but you should you should We look can't it up. we can't do it justice by talking about it, you just need to find it. Um so they both use after image and they're both kind of like hitting the after images while they're It's like three or four after images apiece. Yeah. Um Goku gets a hit in. Um he Tan uses the solar flare again. Um, but Goku stole some sunglasses because he knew it was coming. And so he could see Tien um, kind of counterattack afterwards. Those must be some real strong sunglasses because, I mean, we see villains a long ways off, but, you know, the solar flare does its trick. So they should have been wearing sunglasses, I guess. Um, Those boys are polarized. They are polarized. Um, um. No, and but I do think we need to touch on um, the speed. That's what everyone goes back to, is the speed that Goku got to Master Roshi's sunglasses mm-hmm. and got them on his face, because there's sure. not a lot of time. And so everyone comments yeah, yeah. on that, and then Krillin does comment. Um, like, Master Roshi, you look different without your sunglasses on. Very familiar. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, all you I get. I recognize but, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we see the solar flare. Tien tries to do the same thing, but Goku says no. And um, I think the count gets the uh, count gets the seven. Yeah. On Tien. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Or, yep. Yeah. And then we're fighting more, fighting more, and all of a sudden uh, Goku gets immobilized. Yep. And this and is like where round three starts, kind of. Three. Yep. And so, so that kind of leads us into the next episode. Yep. And we're, and I was like, oh my god, another guy who can freeze you in place. I am so sick of this. Like, yeah. General Blue did it, and the guy from the last tournament did it, the dinosaur guy, and now Tien's doing it. And I kind of forgot how it played out, but um, that's kind of where we leave off. Um, so that brings us to... 99, if you want to take that one, John. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, Tien's insurrection. Chaozu uses his telekinesis to give Tien Shenhan an edge in the fight. Master Roshi rids Master Shen 
from Papaya Island after the latter forced Chiaotzu to rig the match. Tian Shenhan sprouts two additional arms. Mm-hmm. You really worded that in a glorious way. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, one. you're welcome. Just keeping you on your toes there. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> now, this is a... <clears throat> this was a cool episode. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of talking, not a ton of fighting, but you yeah. you know you get a big advancement in the plot. A lot of a lot yeah. of internal monologues, or not Tien, internal Tien, monologues. But. Tien takes a turn in this fight, in the or in this uh, in this episode, because we learn that it's actually Chiatsu that's paralyzing Goku, um, and so interfering with the fight, because Master Shen is telling him to do it. Um, and so this happens multiple times where Goku gets frozen. Tien just wails on him super. It's hard. like three or four exchanges in a row. Yeah, yeah, he really gets it. He really just gets his ass kicked here. Um, Yamcha realizes what's going on. Um, Tien doesn't know that this is happening. Um, yes. And then Launch walks over with a giant mallet, tries to hit Tiatsu over the head by that, but. Master Shen, like, hits her, and she flies off in the back. Yeah, uh, so the uh, one thing to note here is that when when Launch sneaks up and hits him with the hammer, he doesn't look behind him. He is simply extends his arm out with his pinky, stops mm-hmm. the hammer, flicks his pinky, and sends Launch flying right. at least 100 yards away. Yeah, yeah. And she crashes into a wall and is presumably dead upon impact. (laughs) That's the death of Launch. Yeah. Um, So We're kidding, by the way. She doesn't die. No, she doesn't die. Uh, Tien realizes what is happening, and he's upset about this, right? Because he wants to win on his own. Um, So him and uh, Master Shen kind of start talking to each other um, telepathically, I think. Yeah. and Tien, and basically Tien is saying, I don't want to kill Goku, I want him in the tournament. And Jen is basically like, fuck you, he killed yeah. my brother. You He's should like, murder him in your, front of thousands of people. Yeah. And so and, he tells Chiaotzu to, to paralyze both of them, but Chiaotzu won't do it. And so then Shen is going to hurt Chiaotzu um, for not listening. And then Master Roshi uses a Kamehameha wave from the other side of the turn. It goes across Oh, God, the it's the best aim you've ever seen a Kamehameha yeah. in your life. It, I mean, and it it's was, small enough to hit one single person. And and it was a little bit silly because usually when you get hit by a Kamehameha wave, there's like an impact, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, it hits Master Shen, and it just carries him away. Like, it just continues to go. And it was almost like a... Jesse and James Team Rocket moment where they yes. like, they just he just like gets thrown way way far away. All you were so, missing was the twinkle at the end. Yeah, the twinkle. Yeah, we didn't get that, but um, so now Master Shen is like not here anymore, and he we don't see him again in this arc. Um, so then that so now we're back to fighting. There's no more. Tien does Tien does do a little. Um, uh, not a monologue, but a little statement to Goku. He's like, mm-hmm. "I have forsake, I have betrayed my master and forsaken my school. This fight is all I have now." Um, mm-hmm. so it's been pretty much, you know, 
Raw knuckles, this is all there is to it. Let's get right, down. Right, right. And he lets Goku hit him a few times to make up for... Yeah, Goku Tien. goes on the offensive. Yeah, Tien lets his guard down intentionally so that it's even from earlier. Although I will say, he doesn't make it look intentional. At first, I would say. Like, you kind of get the picture, but at first it's just like, oh, dope. Like, Goku, like, you know, yeah, we're yeah. still doing yeah. all right. And, and then, then he gets up and, and he's later, like, I've... Yeah, he, he admits yeah. the remark and you know. Yeah. Um... And then the episode ends with him starting to use a new move. So he starts to glow. And then we see, like, his back start to kind of, like, quiver. And, like, these, like, arms start to come out of his back. And he basically turns himself into Goro from Mortal Kombat. Um, which I totally forgot about. And I thought was pretty wild. Um, so that kind of concludes round three. Round three is now over. And we're getting it. We're getting right into it with we're episode moving into round here. four. We got two um, to go. Yeah, the spirit cannon. This is a great episode. Um, we get another move or another uh, technique that goes that carries through, and this becomes Tian Shenhan's signature move. Uh, uses Tian Shenhan uses the tri beam to destroy the world martial arts tournament ring. Mm-hmm. Um. I like here. I like your first sentence here. Uh, thinking about using four arms effectively makes my brain hurt. Yeah, just like he, trying to think about how you would like the logistics it of it all. Yeah, what it, I was like, I can't do it. But uh, they're, you know, they're going at it in round four here. Um, Tien is uh, on the offensive. He grabs all four of Goku's limbs, both ankles and wrists, and is headbutting him in the stomach. Like over his head. Yeah, he like has him yeah. over his head and he's pulling him down into his head. Yeah, pretty pretty brutal. And then uh, uh, Goku uses tail whip. Yes, he hits him with yes. his tail to get out of it. And uh, Tien, they have this moment where they're like even and Tien is like on the ground um, like with his like face down. But he's kind of like... And Goku has him by his legs underneath his elbows. So as, as Tian's legs are underneath his elbows, Tian's face down, and, and he's Goku almost doing is, like a downward dog. He's like it's downward. called it's called the Wall of Jericho, I believe. Okay. It's a wrestling move because I, I I always read the comments on Reddit. It's called the Wall of Jericho, if I'm remembering correctly. Now there's another okay. move used in this too that I don't remember, so don't crucify me, but. Um, yeah, so that's what it's called to anyone who's a wrestling fanatic. So so Goku's got Tien by the ankles, and then Tien gets Goku by the neck with his two new arms. Um, so they're kind of like in this stalemate. Uh, I also want to point out that the announcer at this point gets on stage, gets on mm-hmm. to the tournament thing, and goes mm-hmm. and tries to ask Tien. He's like, how are you feeling right now, Tien? And yeah. Tien's like, I'm getting my legs pulled out of my fucking socket. How do you think I feel? Yeah, Like, yeah, go yeah. away. I thought that was silly. Um, Then, you know, they both kind of get out of it, and they both get up after some counting, and Tien starts talking about he's going to use his finishing move, and we're kind of like, what is about to happen? And so he talks about Well, he tells Goku, he says, when it happens, um, dodge it, or get out of the way. He tells him, don't get hit. Because I don't want to kill you. Yeah, so he's like, I have no Master desire Roshi, to kill you. Master Roshi's like, no, don't do this move. Do not do this. And so 
he starts to talk about the tri-beam. Roshi says, like, when it's used, it actually shortens your own life when you use it. Um, so there's some, some recoil there, some, some permanent recoil to your lifespan. Um, so Tien kind of, like, starts to hover above the arena, and he does his, like, classic, like, puts his hands up, like, in front of his face, and he has, like, the, the, the triangle or the diamond that he can see through. And he, like, looks at the arena, and he fires the blast, and it looks like a nuclear bomb went off. Um, there's, like, a bunch of super bright light and really heavy wind, and the dust clears, and the whole tournament's gone. The, it's just a hole in the ground. So Tien has a really good aim. Um, and everyone's like, where's Goku? Where is he? He's gone. Um, and I think that brings us to the end of round four. Yeah. And, um, you know, this, the announcer or the narrator, he's, you know, find out the conclusion of this martial arts tournament on the next episode. So we have, uh, mm, this yeah. is our wrap up episode yep. and, um, a lot happens here. This is a big, yep. a big episode a big, and we'll try to do one. it. We'll try to do it relatively quickly because I know we're running a little bit longer than we normally do. Yeah, with all these episodes. But episode 101, yeah, I mean, it's 18 It's eighteen episodes. What do you people want from us? What are you going to uh, do? <laughs> told, told you to buckle up, guys. Yeah, yeah. But, so 101 is called The Fallen. Tian Shenhan manages to win the tournament from Goku by a split second. Tian Shenhan is convinced by Master Roshi to switch sides and join the Z Fighters. Krillin is killed by an unknown murderer. Now, I know it's a lot for us to say in one in one episode explanation, but let's break it down a little bit more. Yeah. So we find out first, Goku's alive. First things first. Yes. So, so um, he so jumped nice. super high. Super high. He's that's, like, that's all he Tien's did. up in the air, and then Tien looks up, and he can barely even see him. He's like so high up. Yeah. He's like a mile in the sky. Like, I imagine breathing is difficult. Right, right. And so Tien um, also goes up there because he can fly and sky dance. Excuse me, sky dance. And he tells, um, he kind of tells Goku his plan, and that was that he didn't want to actually hit Goku. He wanted to destroy the ring. And since Goku can't fly, um, sky dance. he's just, sky dance, excuse me, sky dance. <laughs> he's just going to fall out of bounds no matter what. So no matter where he lands, he's out because Tien can stay above ground and Goku's just going to fall and that's going to be the end. So, we see Goku charge up a Kamehameha wave to mm -hmm. try to hit Tien, which mm -hmm. I remember watching this and I was like, oh, that's a horrible idea. Like, he can just move out of the way. And right. my feelings were reflected by pretty much everyone in the show. Master Roshi's Master like, Roshi don't do it. You're going to waste your time. That wave doesn't work on Tien. Like, mm -hmm. just don't do it. Um, and so very last, it, I don't think during the fight. Has no, he, he had not used it yet. Um, so at the very last second, Goku turns around and uses the Kamehameha to push himself forward, mm -hmm. and then just smashes into Tien. Yes. And so now we have both of them falling because he hit Tien like right in the ribcage, and yeah, Tien's yeah. pretty. And yeah. oh, and we also yeah. didn't touch on the Tribeam Cannon on what it does to you. Which is, oh, yeah, every time, it makes you super weak, and it literally shortens your life with oh, every yeah, I said use. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, did? Yeah. Okay, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. No, that's all right. 
Um, it, this, what Goku did, kind of reminded me of, uh, you ever play, like, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, or yeah. any of those old ones, where you get the tank, and you turn the turret around, and you fire it, and it makes the tank go super fast? You ever done mm-hmm. that? It's incredibly fun. That's what, um, that's what that reminded me of. Using the, using a, an attack to just make yourself faster. Um, so at this point they're kind of both falling, um, and so it's like, well, whoever, whoever hits the ground first is gonna, is out. The other one's gonna win. So they're like, it shows like this first person view of them like falling like towards the city and the streets and people getting out of the way and, um, there's a oncoming car and Goku smashes into this car and then... Tien hits the ground like a second afterwards. So yeah. So and the announcer is is saying the whole time that after they he gets on like a plane thing. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Oh. He pulls out a dino cap and uh, yeah takes off to follow them. And so he's narrating from the air, and it starts off with Tien being ahead as far as like altitude goes. Like Tien's right. gonna win. So Goku uses one last Kamehameha, stops himself, so he's gonna win. But Tien, but Tien just, you know, luck of the draw. And so Goku is essentially robbed of the World Martial Arts Tournament. But, I mean, who could say? One one could say that when Chaozu paralyzed him, that yeah. by that association, was Tien was disqualified, regardless of yeah. whether or not he left the school. In my heart, Goku won, I think. Because um, of that. So, we see it. All the, the crowd got there remarkably fast. Um yeah. Like a they swarm, yeah. They the, swarm over the, Goku. It's yeah. the middle of the street. No one's checked on the guy who got his windshield smashed in by a sixteen-year-old right. boy. Right, right. Um, and yeah, you see Tien kind of shocked, and mm-hmm. Master Roshi kind of communicate with him telepathically and like saying like, "Hey, this is what happens when um, when you do the right thing. Like, how does it mm-hmm. feel?" And he's like, "You know, there is a downside. People might actually." All right, yeah. Roshi, let's calm down a little bit. Right, right. But um, then um, they end up going to dinner, like they always do. Yeah, everybody, everybody, including Tien. And Tien, the only, Tien offers to split the money with Goku. Goku doesn't want it, and so Tien right. offers to pay. Because Tien was like, well, really, I just got lucky. We should split this. And Goku's like, I don't even know what I would spend it on. Um, and then... Even uh, Yamcha and Tien make amends. Yamcha's like, you did a good fight or whatever. You can tell yep. Tien's changed at this point, right? So he kind of... Tien... Yamcha does a pretty good thing. I mean, the dude just broke his leg, and I was like, it's okay. Um, we also learned that Launch has a crush on Tien. Oh, this is my favorite part of this entire arc, man. It's, it's so worth it to just watch it. Like, we can't describe to you how great it is to see the <laughs> sunset on Launch's blonde hair, bl- blushing, comment, yeah. like, hands down at her side. She's like, you come back to Master Roshi's house, Tien. I promise I'll take real good care of you for yeah. good. Yeah. And See, it's I'll just... For you. Yeah. And then, and then when he's like, no, I don't, I don't think we can. Like, like, regardless, we were still members of, of mm-hmm. uh, Master Crane School. Like, I don't think we're allowed to switch. And she's like, if you come, I promise not to cook for you. <laughs> and it's it's just great. It's just real real quality stuff. Yeah, I liked it. It was uh yeah, it was sweet. 
Launch is the it. biggest missing piece of Dragon Ball Z for me. I wish, yeah. I wish the, I the wish biggest betrayal. Yeah, I've um, and it's it's cool to see blonde launch like have feelings for somebody. I thought that was pretty cool because um, she's you know always just like aggressive and everything, and she was actually really sweet. And she's she's a fan of Tien. Um, so it ends. So they all are going out to they're all going yeah, out to dinner. And so we, uh, we realize, or Goku realizes that, first of all, his clothes are fucked. So Krillin gives him, I think, his gi. Yeah, he And does. then Goku's like, I left my, him. yeah, I left my power pole and my grandpa's Dragon Ball back at the, uh, stadium. Which also, like, no one thought to grab it. Like, homie, come right. on. I know. I know. So Krillin, so he's gonna go back and get it, and Krillin's like, don't worry about it. I got it. I got you, homie. Mm-hmm. You're tired. Go eat. And so, they do this, like, real long goodbye. They have, like, a Mm -hmm. still image of of Krillin standing in the sunset with, like, a laughing behind him. Mm -hmm. Um, They show a real long of him running away. Goku, you can tell Goku has a funny feeling. And so then Yeah, he gets a uh, premonition. He's like, something is wrong. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. And so, and, and they're at the restaurant. Everyone's eating. Goku's not. Um, and so... Goku's like, I'm not going to eat until Krillin gets here. And that's when, like, you kind of hear the scream go off in Goku's head. And you're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Goku gets up, speeds out of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone's like, where are you going? Yeah. No one else has seen this except for him. He runs, he gets back, and you see Krillin. And he's been murdered. Krillin's dead. And I, and I, I knew this was coming, but I didn't know when. Yeah. Um, so it was like, oh, that's how they end it. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he, he's dead. You're like, what the hell just happened? Yep. The announcer um, says a monster uh, came and took the Dragon Ball and a list of names from the tournament. And that's all we get. Yeah. yeah. So next up, next arc is one of my favorites. It's, it's great. We won't so spoil King, anything. Yeah, King Piccolo. Part one. Because from now on, we are doing... Um, we're doing multiple parts for each arc because there's a lot to talk about um, and we don't want them to be like two and a half hours long so we're going to do part one part two and that's going to be a theme moving forward through the whole podcast and let us know too how you like that we've we did talked about it a decent amount and and we really think that's going to be the best way to do it for mm-hmm. all parties involved you know there might be exceptions to it depending on like specific arcs yeah because it's when you have so many, it's also hard to recall everything. Yeah. It's like so long ago. Um, I did Keep in mind, we only watch theory. one episode a day. Right, right. So. So, it was, uh, that's what we're going to do for the future, but um, where, where would you rank this arc, just to wrap it up? Um, this is a hard one for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved this arc when I went mm-hmm. and watched Dragon Ball through the first time. Mm-hmm. Going back and re-watching it this time, I did not care for it as much. And mm-hmm. as I'm sure people will notice, Connor isn't with us today. He had some some issues with, with some scheduling. But he was saying that he didn't really care for this arc too much. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that, the I mean, I was watching it with the same nostalgia, and I'm like, yeah, it's great. And then he said something, and I was like, you know, like... 
and you said it before, there's a lot of filler in this arc. It's it's pretty bloated. Yeah. Um, in my head, I was like, this is going to be like the best arc yet. That's um, what I was thinking, too. And, and it's very... Um, the arc is very bottom-heavy, I feel like. The second half of the arc, way better than the first half. The first half kind of drags, um, and it really could use, like, a cut. Um, I do still think it's a good arc, but I wish it wasn't so long. Yeah. Um, I think the best parts of the arc are some of the best episodes we've had yet, but yes. it, gets, it gets weighed down by all of that It gets lost. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say this, like, as far as filler goes, like, the filler in this, yeah, it was bloated, but there was still some funny parts. We didn't even touch mm-hmm. on the dude with one eye randomly in an episode. They're, like, yeah, yeah, cut yeah. to a few random spectators, yeah, and then it's just that. a dude with one eye in a straw hat, and he's like, I quit my job to be here. And then yeah, there's yeah. a lady, and she goes, you know, I'm really fine with these fights as long as there's no violence. Yeah. And yeah, so, I mean, not good. all the filler was bad. There was some fun no. stuff in there. And a, a lot of it's fun. It's just there was a lot of it. There was a lot um, of it. I would probably rank this arc maybe third. I would still say World Tournament was my favorite arc. That's probably my favorite. One. And then um, General Tao, or the, the, I guess, the, or Mercenary Tao with General Red, that saga. And then this one probably underneath it. Um, yeah, um... For the sake of being different, I would say... I mean, the first, the first World Martial Arts Tournament will forever be one of my favorite arcs in this whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say second would be... I don't know. I really enjoyed the first round of, of, of getting the Dragon Balls. It's just a mm-hmm. really nice opening to the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Pilaf Saga? Yeah, I thought it was good. So right now, that's my number two. And then mm-hmm. Tau, probably number three. So I would say this one's probably okay. four. Yeah, yeah. And Muscle Tower is just way down at the bottom. Way down there. Trying to forget. Yes. Trying yeah. to forget about that yeah, one. I'm working on it. I'm talking to my therapist about it. About, oh, good. About repressing it. Um, so we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Um, so we're going to do, I think it's going to be every other week for, for a little while now. Um, and we've got four episodes left in Dragon Ball. And then we move on. To Z, so we're really making some progress here. Yeah. Um, oh, are we gonna do any movies? Yeah, we're oh, gonna do. We... We're gonna do all the movies for all Dragon Ball. Movies. When are we gonna do? The oh, movies? the Dragon Ball movies. Um, they're not in the plan right now. Um, okay, we can come back to those. They're yeah, they're, we they're can... fun. I don't yeah, think there's really anything that's like worthwhile though and necessary. It's like retelling of old stories and stuff, like fairy tales and. Like, recaps of arcs and stuff, so it's not, like, anything, like, cool new villains or whatever, but, um, yeah, so we got, we're we're making some real progress, we're on season four now, and there's five seasons of Dragon Ball, so, um, look forward to hearing from you guys about what you liked, what you didn't like, um, thanks for listening, and, uh, we'll see you guys, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. See you later.